This is Lindsay. This is Carly. And this is the Made to Relate podcast. Welcome back. Episode 8. Yay. Woo. <laughs> Our signature intro. <laughs> yeah, there's a change. Probably not. I think we're going to be the same awkward girls the entire <laughs> length of this podcast. That's... Yes. How are you? Good. How's your week? My week was good. My week was long. It was a rough week. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. It was just a difficult week. Um without getting into too many details. Yesterday, Ryder and I were eating breakfast and I just had a complete meltdown while I was putting ketchup on my eggs, like you do. Yeah. I like, I don't know, it was a weird moment. Divorce is weird, guys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The ketchup just did it for me for some reason yesterday and Ryder's like, what is what is <laughs> happening? And I'm like, I'm just gonna need a moment. This ketchup just really tugged at my heartstrings. <laughs> so, um, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> my week was good. Other than, I mean, yeah, it was a long week, but we made it through, and um, things are good. How are you? How was your week? Um, busy. Yeah, it's just been. I feel like on Tuesday I was like, is this week over yet? Yeah, it just was. It was a doozy, man. It was a long week. Grayson got his cast off today. Yeah, how is he doing? Good. He's like, Grayson, how does it feel? And he's like, it's floppy. <laughs> so like his wrist is just like floppy. And so that's funny. He's excited. He really was excited to go back to um right before we were gonna we talked about it on our earlier podcast, but right before we he broke his arm, he was gonna do gymnastics. Right. And so he's very excited to Can go. he go? So they said you have to wait a week for it to, I don't know. Yeah. Get his muscles back. And then I was going to put him in this class, and it's four, age four to five, but one of my friend's daughters is in it, and she's like, I honestly think his, Grayson has a lot of energy. Like, I think he might be bored. Yeah. And I thought so, too. So I really want to get him in this ninja class. I've seen that. I want to yes. do it so bad for Ryder. Yes, but, like, the age is, like, six to nine and then ten to thirteen, I think. Mm-hmm. And so Grayson is, like, at the very – he's five. And so he doesn't meet the cutoff. But I'm going to call him and be like, yo, would you let him in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he You has... don't want him in that five-year-old class. No, he would just, just like, he just has too much energy for that. To well, that would be out. really exciting if you got him into that ninja class. Like I said, yeah. I've looked into it for Ryder, and it seems really fun. I just can't commit yeah. to the – the only ones they had open during – when I looked last time were, like, during the day. And so it was yeah. hard for me to get him there. Yeah, it was hard. And so I think – and I think in the summer – it's really hard to do those types of things yeah. because I really like to get them outside mm-hmm. and doing activities. So I think he's also going to do soccer and then, of course, baseball. So right. I don't know. I don't really want to sign him up for another thing. So what are we talking about today, Carly? Okay, we're going to talk about parenting plans. Oof. And <laughs> it's a really stressful topic. But My blood I, boils just yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> it's just hard to talk about. I mean, it's just the plan you have to go by. When you break up or get a divorce or two parents for one and now they're split. So it's just it's a rough topic, but we're going to get through it and we're going to talk about things like questions people sent in. And then also um, we're just going to talk about things you need to have in the parenting plan and why they're in there. Yeah. So I think um, we just wanted to state a quick disclaimer. Mm-hmm. As hopefully you all know by this point, we are not lawyers. I do not have a law degree and I did not pass the bar. <laughs> I didn't pass the bar. Um, so this is not legal advice. We are just uh, letting you know what worked well in our experience and what didn't work well. And we are in no way telling you what to do and yeah. all that and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of I think I've just done a lot of research on parenting plans. Mm -hmm. It's like there's tons of different ways you can go about it, and everybody's in a different situation too. So what works for one person may not work for another. So if what you're listening to doesn't really, like, resonate with you, if you have a question, just send us a message, and we'd be happy to address it. Um, It's kind of hard to give advice on a topic if we don't really know your situation. Well, yeah. Like you said, Every parenting situation is so unique that mm-hmm. being able to an- – I mean, there's a million different ways you can answer answer a single question right. just based on the dynamic of the relationship of the two people. Right. Um, so I think that the way that we can probably best answer these questions is just based off our personal experiences. And like you said, if people have questions, then 
specific questions, then feel free to send them in. Yeah, because I mean, our experiences, we've had amicable relationships, we've had uh, leaning towards like higher conflict situations at times between the two of us. And then um, also we were in the same state and the same town, like 10 minutes away. And then now we're four states away. So it's like, we have some versatile things to say <laughs> yeah for sure okay all right it? let's get into it okay so one of the things people wanted us to discuss was the different topics that are generally important in including a, into a parenting plan so we've jotted down some notes and just we're just going to kind of touch each topic as to why they're important and what we are doing and how that has kind of worked out for us okay so um the first one is travel and vacation um So I guess both of us now have gone through two separate parenting plans. Um, Both of mine have been done without the help of lawyers or um, outside. They've both been done outside the court. Um, And so we were able to kind of have more flexibility. And I don't know. I I assume that it's just easy. I don't assume. It's easier to go through outside of the court than to get lawyers involved in all of that stuff. Right, so if you can agree, then that's what's ideal. Right. Um, I wouldn't say we necessarily agreed, but, um, anyway, you were able to come to an agreement agreement. Yeah. Yes. Um, so with, as, as far as travel and vacation goes, um, the first time around we lived in the same city. So that was a little different than it looked the second parenting plan. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as the first one goes with travel and vacation, um, I mean, I think that it was just really important to set clear boundaries on, what happens if one of you wants to take a trip? What happens if one of you wants to take a trip with, with the kid out of state and um, what that looks like, like if you need to inform the other parent or if you need to give notice to the other parent and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think it really for advice would be you need to put in the parenting plan what you want from the other parent. I always looked at it like if, he, if his dad were to go do something, what would you want to know? I want to know Mm -hmm. what would like, and then vice versa. Like if I put that in there, he gets to know the same from me. Right. So one thing we put in there was we have to, I I cannot remember if it's still in the current one, but it was in the first one, um, that we have to notify, um, when you're about to leave town. Yep. I think it's like 48 hours in advance. I don't remember. Um, but you put in a time frame of when you would like to leave. And then if you, anytime you're going out of state, so like, I didn't have to tell him if I'd go to go see a friend two hours away with Grayson, but I had to tell him if I was like, oh, I'm going to go see my mom in a different state. So just so then he knew where his kid was and he had to do the same for me. So it was just kind of like, it helps protect you. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of know where your kid's going, what's going on, all of those things. Yep. So we put that in ours and I think it was definitely beneficial for um, everyone involved just to be able to know. I mean, you have a right to know where your kid's at. So Yeah. And you can put in there anything you want. So if you want, like I've heard of friends, um, one of my friends has in her parenting plan, each parent gets to pick what, when they want it, but it's a week long vacation. So they have kind of a more like 50 50 type schedule mm-hmm. but they can just pick like hey i want my summer vacation i want it this day through this day does that work for you yes it does okay cool book it and then that she just gets to take her kid on a vacation mm-hmm. so each parent kind of gets to do that and so that was really cool yeah that i heard of them doing um so honestly the biggest thing about parenting plans is you can put in there pretty much whatever you want yeah as long for as, sure like, the other parent agrees like that's what you go by yep yeah um one thing I don't know I'm trying to look so this wasn't really touched on but transportation so this kind of will go into visitation too but with travel and vacation you you can say when the per who's dropping off so yep ours was very clear about who was picking up where and um I think that's important just because it, it, it makes it less easy to drop the ball somewhere. Right. If someone is supposed to, like, if it's written down that you're supposed to be there, you have to, you have to be there. Right. And I mean, there's no excuse for, I didn't know. Right. Um, so just making sure that that is in there, I think it helps alleviate some of that stress. Yeah. And like, 
if you guys are amicable and you can agree and you can say, oh, I actually have a doctor's appointment at this time. Can I drop them off at three instead of five or whatever? Um, that's fine. But if the other parent doesn't agree, that's why the parenting plan is there. So mm-hmm. you can be like, no, you have to bring him to me at X time because that's what we've agreed on. So it just kind of helps that situation. And you can say, like, you drop him off. You drive to my house at this time to drop them off. Then I, the next visitation, I will drive to your house at this time to drop them off. Like, it has to be that specific. Yep. And I'll even, ours even went, I mean, not a step further. But um, in that regard, our situation was pretty, was not amicable. Um, and we did not get along. Intentions were really high when we made our first parenting plan. Mm-hmm. And so in ours, as far as transportation went, um, he would pick him up from daycare on his scheduled day, and then he would also drop him off at daycare. So we planned it specifically so he and I would never see each other. Right. And I get that, I mean, I've, I've, I remember reading somewhere that, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a blog or like a Facebook post or something, mm-hmm. how that's not beneficial for the child, for you guys to not be able to see each other or something. But in my mind, if 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 you're just going to fight or if you're mm-hmm. going to, if tensions are going to be heated, the kid is going to know. And so in our situation, it was just better for everyone involved for us to not even have to see each other. So if that's something yeah. that would help your situation, I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. I don't know. I've heard a lot about parents having to meet at the police station, right. drop off and all those things. And so it's just like, you have to do what's best for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like if you are in a high conflict situation, you have to do what is best for you and your child. And if meeting face-to-face for drop-off isn't the best option, then don't do that. Right. Um, but yeah, so I just realized this, that your first parenting plan was created when you guys were a little, much more high conflict. Oh. And then your amended plan was like, you guys just sat down and talked about it. Yeah. But mine was opposite. Him and I sat down and talked about it. We sat down. Oh, interesting. It is. And down the whole thing together. Uh-huh. And then later down the road that's what like then that's became more high conflict Mm -hmm. um so it was just so super interesting that (laughs) is interesting (laughs) (laughs) especially because like I remember being in court and just bawling and calling Lindsay and being like this is the worst like why is this happening I'm like struggling I I 100% have PTSD I'm seeking a therapist for this um just the court is so stressful Mm -hmm. and so like it is just taxing um, but I remember calling Lindsay and be like, why they're fighting with me and they're not fighting with you. And she's like, I already did it. Like we, have, we already did this, Like, <laughs> it whole, but it, it, it got so much better. Like it's much better now, but I mean, yeah, you gotta, it's hard getting parenting plans and doing this like back and forth. is just exhausting. So hard. well, I mean, think about it. It's probably one of the most important documents you're ever going to go through in your life. Yeah. And and there's the potential for someone else to decide that fate, which is such a helpless feeling. I think yes. that was the hardest part for me. One of the hardest parts for me is like thinking that this judge was going to go decide my child's future who knows nothing about him, knows nothing about me, knows nothing about his dad. Yeah. And how is that fair? And um, luckily it just never came to that in my situation. It did yeah. in yours a little yeah. bit. We didn't really get to the, so, no, we didn't get to the judge portion. Okay. We settled in mediation which oh right right super stressful in itself but yeah I'm happy we were able to do it that route um versus yeah yeah because it's you just never know what they're gonna say right okay, <laughs> okay let's keep this moving <laughs> we did um extended family what advice would you have for this topic Carly so okay so I know you can put in there my mom loves Grayson and so she would she was always trying to be like put a week in there that I get in, mm-hmm. put a week in there that I get him. And I was just like, I just don't feel like that's necessary in our situation because my mom sees Grayson whenever All the time. she wants to. Yeah. And even though she's in a, in a different state, like I just felt like that was a decision for me and her to work out between us. Right. Um, versus to put in my parenting plan, but it's totally normal. Like there's so many parenting plans where people put like, Oh, grandparent gets this, like a week in the summer or something like that um but that's like up to you and there's also parenting plans where if you don't want a person around like if you and your ex I don't want I don't want to say spouse because not everybody's married but 
like your ex person. If you guys agree, you have a crazy sister. Yeah. And you don't want the kid around that sister. Okay, then put that in your parenting plan. Yep. I don't think that um, in in our parenting plan, we put um, anything about extended family other than there was a generic form has like a little sentence in there that says something about like they should have regular contact with grandparents or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's in there, which I, I felt protected his parents, Mm -hmm. like gave them that in. Right. Um, I don't know if he would agree with that, but that was my intent with leaving it in there or whatever. Yeah. And I think that also goes into like the parents. And so for me, I felt like in our situations, the grandparents could talk to the child through the parents. Like we, right. We like, you know, yeah, there was a couple times, I think one or two that, um, his dad's mom actually called Grayson on my phone, but they talked to like his family when he's with his dad. Like, well, yeah, so, you know, like that only makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'll say it wasn't always like that for no. us. We got to Alabama and, and they would call me obviously because he wasn't able to be with his dad every other weekend or right, whatever. Right. Um, but for a while they would call me, which was a little unorthodox. I mean, it was fine. If that's the way you're going to talk to your grandkid, that's fine. Right. I'll, I'll make it happen. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like in, in my head, it's just less stressful if it does go through that, mm-hmm. like the dad or, yeah, you know, can, it makes it easier. yeah, for sure. Okay. Schedule changes. So this was put, like, requested in because of just schedule changes on, okay, so say you're supposed to go pick up the child at 5 p.m. So say you can't do that. You In our parenting plan, it says you have to notify the other parent of 24 hours in advance. So any schedule changes or anything like that to the visitation schedule that you may need. And if the other parent can't make that happen then you would fall back on the parenting plan. Like, that's why it's there. Right. Well, so. then they would forfeit that visit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what advice I have on this one other than um, I life happens. You're not always going to be able to give 24 hours advance. I know that. Yeah. But just giving as much notice as possible is super helpful because in my experience, like, you know – I counted on that one day a week to yeah. go do all of my chores or I would go out for dinner to dinner with a friend or I would have errands that I needed to run. And and then being in the middle of those errands and getting a phone call at 530 that um, someone didn't show up was just really stressful. Yeah. Um, and I get it. There's always situations that arise, but um, just being in, in, in my shoes notifying as early as you can is just super helpful. I don't know. So that part kind of protects that in a sense of you got to, you got to notify at a certain time in a certain amount of time in advance. And then if you don't agree, it just kind of protects everybody involved. So, right. Um, important decisions is the next topic. So like insurance, how to discipline religion, school tattoos, all of those situations, so that kind of you can you can list it however you want. So I had a friend who listed religion very specifically, um, because she was one religion, and then her ex was atheist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, is that not religious? Yes. Okay. Like doesn't believe doesn't believes in it. the opposite. I think isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just they just didn't think the same. Thing. Okay. <laughs> and so this is not a. <laughs> Religion podcast, Carly. I don't know. We're not lawyers. We're not. Yeah, we don't talk. Specialists. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so they like laid it out to where each parent would be able to raise the like give their information they knew about on their religion time. on their time to their kid and let their kid make that decision. Yeah. And so. I mean, it's worked out so far, but you never know. The kid's only, like, Might get confusing once they get (laughs) older. Yeah. Yes, it might be confusing, but 
that's kind of what you got to do. I mean, you just got to find out that it's specific to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, for our situation, it says that for insurance, his dad has to provide it. But for a little bit, his dad didn't have insurance to provide. And so then I provided the insurance because, well, the kid needed insurance, you know. And so then now he's it's nice because they, they do have insurance and I have insurance. So Grayson's double covered. So it's super nice. But mm-hmm. um, you just have to lay it in there. So then in our parenting plan, it says, like, dad covered this insurance mom has this insurance both parents are covered so well and yeah while parenting plans are crazy stressful and hard to navigate they are helpful in the sense that a lot of that stuff is in the generic form and so stuff like that if you don't like, I just left the pre-filled stuff in there for insurance, yeah. for religion, for tattoos, for um, driver's license. There's a whole big list of things mm-hmm. that are in there that um, these decisions and going into the military before 18 or whatever. Right. There's a whole big list that says something to the effect of none of these can happen without both parents' consent right. or both parents have to carry if available. Right. Um, because I didn't have big opinions. I mean, yeah, obviously he's going to need my approval to go get a tattoo and to join the military and to do right. stuff like that, as well as his dad's. Um, but I, other like other than that, I didn't have didn't big, have big feelings, feelings about him. And so I just left the generic thing in there. So like I said, while it is a daunting task, like it is doable. Yeah, and – like discipline is put in there but I don't think that there is I don't know I didn't really address that I didn't either you're just I mean if I don't agree with how he's disciplining I feel like we should we could call and vice versa so like that's kind of our situation um discipline in a sense of like if one person believes in spanking and another person doesn't so you have to agree like one parent can't be spanking the kid and the other parent's not because then like, that's confusing AF, right. like, you know, for the kid. Like, yeah. what the heck is going on? So I think just having that in there is good. And then just, like, where they're going to school, if they're going to private education or whatever. Yep. Um, that kind of stuff. Okay, next topic, money. Ugh. Worst crop. Gross. Um, yeah. Carly, what money do you have to hard. say about money? <laughs> um, so I don't know a lot about other states. But Montana goes, this kind of relays into the child support question later on, so I'll answer child support later. But you, in order, so when you file a parenting plan, you have to go through child support enforcement division and then to file your child support. And then if you do that, that is not an option I asked. I was like, yep, don't even want to deal with this. Yeah. Um, And so... They make you do all these paperwork, whatever. They calculate it out. They do the whole days versus visitation days versus income. And they come, bam, plug it in, number. So there's that. And then also, like, money otherwise would be um, you need to spell out who is paying for the extras. And you can narrow it down. Mm -hmm. We kind of just left it in there of easy peasy, lemon squeezy of, we're just all going to pay 50% of extracurriculars. Yep. Um, like, I have a friend who put in there that the dad and mom each paid 50% of the car, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's so when smart. Turn, yeah. So I was like, when they turn 16, like, then it doesn't fall just, like, on that, like, primary, the, yeah. like, the house that the child's primary at. Or, like, if they're 50-50, like, then it's just not one parent. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And I know some parents who have done all the way into, like, college education. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, we're going to put forth each $10,000 worth of education or whatever. And I have no parent. Like, I feel like that's not necessary. I think if each parent wants to save money for college, that can be on them. Right. And then it's up to the child. So I think, I don't know. We didn't do that. But, um, yeah, so you just kind of have to spell it out where – where the financial responsibility lies in which situation. So, like, medical bills and extracurricular activities and the child wants to go to a summer camp or, you know, like, you have to spell it out. Yep. Unfortunately, that's one of those things that probably really does need to be spelled out. And yeah. the more specific, the better. And uh, it's hard because you can't really enforce it. Right. So, like, 
oh, I signed Joe Bob up for seven seven sports this year. You owe me X amount of dollars. Yeah. It doesn't really, I mean, you could try to say it in there, like, it has to be paid within 30 days or right. whatever. You can put that in there, but it's hard to just say, like, okay, what's going to happen when the 30 days are up? Right. <laughs> There's not, I mean, yeah, you're not going to go back to court for that. Yeah. Um, so, it's just causes tension. <laughs> it does. Money always does. Okay, so the next topic is communication with child. So, I th- this one's pre- I think this is a pre-filled out thing in there, but mm-hmm. you can elaborate it on it more if you want to. Um, we just, kind of, like, I think ours just says we get to talk to the child whenever you want to. Yep, like, communication should never be restricted, restricted and um, they should always have the availability whenever they want within reasonable hours, um, yeah, stuff like, like so that. Yeah, you can't call at 2 in the morning and expect to talk to him yeah um and then so I think we've talked about it in one of our previous podcasts it's not in our parenting plan but um I think it was you was like hey you guys have moved to California we need like a more regimen plan for the kids to talk or for you guys to talk just because you're so far away they're not seeing you every week anymore we need some kind of plan and so we made a plan and it just happened to work out where it was Sundays at noon and mm-hmm. so every Sunday at noon, the boys get a call from their dad. Um, yeah. And, and that's been pretty consistent. I mean, it like it has been consistent. Um, and it's nice because then it's not, we're not super strict about it. So like if we have something going on at noon, I'll call him at 930 and be like, yo, talk. <laughs> like, you know? Like, yeah. We, we're busy later. It's not going to work. Here, go talk. I've noticed that as we've gotten, I mean, I guess since we've gotten back to Montana and Ryder has gotten a little bit older that Sundays at noon doesn't work great for us yeah, um, just because he's always busy or he's not yeah. home or we're out doing something. So that might be a time that we need to evaluate yeah. at some point because I mean, it's pretty much every week now that I'm like, Hey, or writers like, Hey, can I call you back for skiing? Or, Hey, I'm in the car. Can I call you back? So yeah. um, it, like I said, it's not in the parenting plan, but I think that just having, if it's not going to be in the parenting plan, having a conversation about what communication should look like yeah yeah and like there's been times where Grayson's like hey mom can I call my dad Mm -hmm. yeah sure here's my phone um and it's like a Tuesday in the afternoon or whatever I think he even called him in the middle of a work day one time because I have (laughs) I work 410 so I have Monday off and I think it was like in the middle of a Monday and his dad was at work and he's like shocked. Like why what's why wrong? <laughs> so that was funny. Grayson's like, Yeah, I just wanted to chat for a minute. That's <laughs> but, funny. But so I mean, there's those situations where you yeah, you just you gotta like outline it to the best of your abilities and then things change as you guys get more comfortable in your parenting plan typically. Yeah. Um last little um I guess different topic is visitation. So I think this is the most debated topic oh, in yeah. parenting plans. Like it's the biggest stressor, you know? 100%. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to talk about yours? Whew. I don't know. This one's tough. It's so unique to your situation. Yes. Um, and so when I created my first parenting plan, I requested um every other weekend and then every Tuesday night and Ryder was two and a half at that age yes as a mother I couldn't imagine Ryder transitioning week to week from one house to another um I didn't think that that was doing right by Ryder um and just in the place that his dad and I were at in our lives, that was what I thought was best for Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I stand by that to this day. I think that it was the right choice. And, right. Um, you know, so he, we did that for six year, five years Wild. until we moved to Great Falls when we sat down and had our coffee coffee parenting plan session, um, which is a topic for another day, maybe. Um, 
but we sat down and it was the same thing. It was just um, every other weekend. So two times a month he would come down and then the holiday visitation stayed the same. And Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know that, we're how far the way that is. It's like an hour and a half. So Oh yeah, Lindsay sorry. He moved like an hour and a half away. Yep. And so he would he would come up on Friday nights and get him and then I would go down on Sundays to pick him up and bring him back home. Mm-hmm. And again, that worked out well. It just I know that they would have liked to see him more. Um, it's just, what do you, you can't, yeah, what do you do? In that situation? What do, you, do? Yes. you can't pull a kid from a, like you can't attend two different schools and yeah. it's not fair that I don't get any weekends with him. Exactly. Um, so yeah. it just, that's the solution we came to. And, um, and then when we moved to Alabama, obviously that was a more drastic limitation in their visitation schedule. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, so what about your rotation? Okay, like? so ours was kind of different because Grayson was five weeks old when we split. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, we just did, okay, let me know when you want to see him type thing. Like we were just, we were like getting along okay, decently. I think I'm just, whenever he said I wanted to see him, he could, you know, yeah. like it wasn't anything and nor he was so young and nursing and just those situations so um it would mainly be like I would just stay there Mm -hmm. a couple hours whatever and I know there are situations like that literally scared the heck out of me that was like okay you're a month out the baby's a month old now it's two days with dad two days with mom like oh which would literally kill me yeah like I for anyone who went through that situation like it is I'm so sorry. Like, I could not imagine, like, your month-old baby just yeah for two days at a time. Like, that's just a lot. And so, um, when we finally decided on something, we, <laughs> we met at the winery. <laughs> and we sat down and had, like, this cordial conversation. And we just went through the entire parenting plan. And I said, what do you want here? I want this. What do you want here? And then we just kind of came to an agreement. And I think Grayson was like, he like seven months old, eight months old. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. he was little, maybe six. I don't remember. Um, he was a baby. He was obviously not one yet. And um, I said, do you want two hours um, twice a week? And he said, no, nah, that doesn't really work. I have to work in the middle of the week. Um, two hours once a week will work. And so we did Sundays was the day and we didn't really put a time in there and I kind of wish we did. So it was more set schedule and you'll learn, but we just right. put two hours on Sundays and that kind of turned into like very wishy-washy plans. Mm-hmm. And so, and maybe even we did put a time, but it was just, we didn't stick to it. I, I think you remember. put a time in there. I'm yeah. pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure I probably did. Um, we just didn't stick to it early. And so... We, I literally just relied on him that day. Like, if you're going to text me and say, you want it, like, we're doing it, or, yeah, like, there was no communication. <laughs> like, there, like, because sometimes I would show up and he wasn't even home, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not leaving my infant here. <laughs> right. Here. I mean, obviously, I'd hope not. <laughs> yeah, so there was, like, situations like that. But and then um, it got more consistent, more consistent that he started taking him. And then... I don't know. Court is so hard. I have so much trauma. Um, without getting into sensitive topics, um, we, I remember a time where he wanted to, we sat down and had a conversation. We went to Applebee's and we just had a, like a drink and had a discussion. I remember I said so many things where I just like had to get it off my chest. Like, I'm so resentful of you for like doing this or not being here for this or yeah. Like, I just want you to be involved. And he was like, you're right. I wasn't. I was messing up. Like, I want to be there. And I was like, good. You're making progress. I felt like the conversation went really well. And he was like, great. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, apologized to me for, I don't know, I had Grayson all the time. Which I'm not saying was not good. Because I would have had a very hard time not right. having him all the time. <laughs> but I think I just wanted to, like. I don't even know what I wanted. I think I just wanted to have a good relationship with each other. Yeah. And that was not happening. And so I was just so frustrated. And then I think there was miscommunication in that conversation, maybe, between 
his relationship with his wife now, um, his girlfriend at the time, because I felt like we left that conversation really well. He said, I would like to see Grayson more. And I said, that's great. I think you need to show me just like a couple months of being consistent at the time we agree on. Mm -hmm. Show me that you're just being more consistent and involved and like, yeah, absolutely. Let's transition into more time. And like there was never another discussion. There wasn't much consistency. And then all of a sudden, two months later, I'm served with paperwork for court. Yeah. And so it was like, oh my gosh, I will never carve pumpkins the same. Like we, I was carving pumpkins. I didn't know that. And that was our thing, Carly. I, I learned that on this podcast. <laughs> pumpkins uh, were a, a source of a trauma for yeah, me. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I don't talk about it a lot. Um, but now like, so my family always made this big deal about carving pumpkins together. And so now it's like, we do it every year, but it's still like, I always like stare at the door or, you know, like, yeah. Stuff where mm-hmm. I'm like, God, it was just horrible because I was taking a picture of Grayson with his little pumpkin and all of a sudden there's a knock at the door and I'm, I didn't sleep for 30 days. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. I was like, I was a freaking mess. (laughs) So, I mean, with that, it's just like, so that's kind of where our, back to our parenting plan experience, um, where our parenting plan went from amicable and I felt like we communicated okay to Obviously, like, it could have gone better, but we were doing okay. And then it got a super high conflict. Mm -hmm. And I was just so angry at him for not being, like, I had so much resentment. I was, like, you can sit and talk to Lindsay and have this cordial conversation, but, like. But now we're in court. now why are you bringing me to court? Like, I've been, like, I felt like, why? Like, I I said, be consistent and I'll, I'll work with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt super blindsided, and I don't know if he said, if he relayed that I was willing to work with them to his spouse. And so that's kind of like where I feel like maybe there was a disconnect, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. So I was resentful. Yes. <laughs> um, but in that, I think I learned a lot about myself and the way you lay out visitation and the way parenting plans work in the court process and all of those situations. So with visitation, I was very, very passionate, I would say, about making sure because by the time we went to court, Grayson was, I don't even remember, two and a half? Yeah. Almost three? Mm Mm-hmm. I think he was just about to turn three that next month when we decided. And, like, because it took us a year to get through court. I can't imagine. A whole year Mm -hmm. it was through court. And so it was so hard. And so when I felt so strongly about it being a graduation plan because they wanted this time and I wanted them to have this time. But I didn't want it to go from, okay, he's there for two hours to, okay, now he's there overnight. I thought that that was extreme. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to do this for this many weeks. I want to do this for this many weeks. And I laid it out. I was like, for this amount of time, he's going to be there for six hours. And then all of a sudden he's going to, for this amount of time. And then uh, he's going to be there for 10 hours or 12 hours. And then this amount of time. And then he's going to have one night there. Right. So I did like a stepping plan and I was very passionate about it. I was like, this is the best interest for Grayson. And like, and I don't think they agreed. I think they were really strong. They wanted Grayson more time. Like yeah. they were like that was their goal. And so and I understand that. I would have been the same way, but if I was in that position, but I felt like sometimes there was a disconnect on like yeah. best interest or Yeah. I think it was lost in like he was so little. Like he was and he was like nursing and it was a really hard time for Carly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so so you have So going back to visitation, like, you have to spell it out. I remember, oh, my God, weeks, like, months, oh, obviously a year. I was writing out different visitation Scenarios. schedules. Mm-hmm. Or how, what if we did A, B, and C? Or what if we did this? Or how would we do this? Or just those types of situations where I was, like, hour to hour, I would look at it and, like, day-to-day and, like, adjustment. And then um, our 
he was our mediator, but he also taught a parenting class that like I requested that we both take. And he sent me a link to this, it was like a um, visitation schedule that was new, new to like Montana. Yeah. And it had all these different scenarios of what a parenting plan could look like mm-hmm. and what I, yeah. So like different types of schedules for visitation, you could go from like two, two, three schedule or week on week off or like one parent one day, the next parent, the next day, the next, oh my parent, gosh. The next day. And I just felt like I, I feel, and I still stand by this, but I feel so strongly about in the middle of the week, there shouldn't be overnights during while the kids have school. Right. Because I feel like the kids should, have all their things have routine and that week mm-hmm. for school you know yeah and so I understand week off and week on because each parent gets a whole week school week and weekend we you know like that type of situation when they're older um I still couldn't do week on week on when Grayson at this age like I I mentally would not be able to do it <laughs> yeah um I wouldn't either so Ryder gets to go see them uh, for three weeks every summer mm-hmm. and um, last year was the first year that we implemented that and it killed Rough. yeah it was so hard and like I can already feel the anxiety ramping up this year yeah. um, with it coming here in just a couple months like mm-hmm. I'm starting to panic and I think about it and I lose my breath and I mean it's so hard so I don't yeah I don't think and it's so hard because I don't think you ever be okay with it I don't think so you yeah, because like around Christmas and they were gone for a week and Grayson's driving me nuts. You're like, I'm like, okay, okay, go hang out with your dad for a week. Yeah, and then he goes to bed and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like, right? It's just, it's so hard and visitation is hard. So, yeah, let's keep moving along. Yeah, so back to that with visitation, you have to spell out. I think what really worked for us is we spelled out to a T what was happening. Yeah, you guys really did. I, like we worked on that um in mediation like we it was like as tedious as like the mediator would go to their thing their little room and like say like this this and this come back and I'd be like nope that's not happening. <laughs> absolutely not I'd cry for a minute and he's like pull it together yeah, like, come on we've been here want, for eight hours yeah, like <laughs> what do you want to do and so then like I would come back and say okay find this and then they would say no I'm like I just gave them so much time like yeah so frustrating but we figured it out and you have to like put in there like they're, Carly's dropping off at um, 6 p.m. and then they're picking up this like so one thing that I we put in there was he picked up from my house for the visit for their visit and then I would pick up to come get him and so I really liked that and I have to commend them because they let me walk into their house like I don't think that if I was it's, set mom in this new situation that I would do that if I am being honest like get out of my house like (laughs) I just don't think they would like I would like that and his stepmom and his dad were really good about being like making sure I was comfortable because they knew they I they knew I was struggling yeah mentally like I was not doing well and so like, I would go pick Grayson up, and I'd walk in the door, shut the door behind me, and I'd, like, help get his shoes on and get his coat on and ask him how he was doing. And, like, that really helped me be able to, like... Be okay with the situation. Be okay, because then I saw, like, their house. Like, okay, it's a safe environment, you know? And, yeah. And, like, when he first started going over there, they gave me a tour of their house mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, like, where he'd be sleeping and, like, where his things were. And so like, that was helpful for me. And then I know they did that on purpose to like reassure me that like, right. It was okay. <laughs> but doesn't make it a little easier. Just you got, you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, you got to spell it out and yeah. everything to a T don't feel like you're over doing it. Like literally. Well, yeah. He drops Carly drives to Rich's house at drops off time. at 3 PM, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's specific. So, yeah. Okay. Let's All right. Keep next topic. On. Or sorry. Next. Okay. Talk with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the first right of re- refusal and how does that benefit us? Okay. So the first right of refusal is, okay. So say we have 50-50, right? If I wanted to go on a date night with my husband 
and I wanted to hire a babysitter. Instead of hiring that babysitter, now that I have two kids, I'd still have to hire the babysitter. <laughs> um, but, like, I would have to ask his dad, like, hey, my husband and I want to go on a date night this night. I'm going to get a sitter. Do you want him this night? Or is me getting a sitter cool? You have to give them that first option if you're not going to be near the child first. Yep. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. On your positions designated time or whatever. Yep. So you have to give them that first right to refuse the visit. That's what first right of refusal is. Good job, Carly. That was a great. <laughs> are you sure you're so not a lawyer? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, okay. So who pays for travel and how does that work? Um, did we talk about this earlier? I don't know that we did. Um, I don't think we talked about okay. money for travel stuff because yeah, we didn't talk about it. Okay. This is the first year we have to actually have to do that. Well, yeah. So we, it wasn't really ever a thing when we lived in the same city or even when we, when I lived in Great Falls, um, obviously whoever's driving pays for their own gas and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when I moved to Alabama, there was obviously going to be plane tickets involved. Um, and so what, what we found or what we came to an agreement on was that, um, his dad would pay for a ticket to come get him and then the tickets to bring Ryder back to Montana for their visit. Mm -hmm. And then I would pay for my flight to come get Ryder and then pay for our flights back home. So we split it 50-50. Right. So there were six flights total. Each of us paid three. Um, and it, when this happened, um, Ryder was eight. Um, and so there was the option of saving the money of two adult adult flights to come get him and take him home um, by having a, what is it called? Like a flight. Um, the Unaccompanied minor. Unaccompanied minor. <laughs> oh okay. So <laughs> that was brought up and I just like, I was not okay with it. I just had so much anxiety about it. I couldn't handle it. So we pay- ended up agreeing that we are going to pay for two extra flights and um, the rider was never going to fly alone, which I still agree on. He's going to be 10 in a week and I'm still like, no, he will I not fly alone. 16, it'll be different. But yeah, for sure. Time, but when yeah. he, yeah. Anyways, and so he acts like he's 14 right now. So when he's Carly, 15, he'll act like he's 20. What did, what did Ryder ask you for his birthday? Okay. What did he want? <laughs> Sidebar, I right before this podcast, I was like, Ryder's birthday is in a week. And so I was like, Ryder, what do you want for your birthday? <laughs> and he got all excited. He was like, okay, I want walkie-talkies. Duh. Or he's like, or a body pillow. And I was like, oh, that's okay. That's a good gift. I was like, and then I even said... Mike likes his body pillow. That's a good gift. <laughs> and then I was like, he's like a weighted blanket. And I was like, what? my my child, an adult. <laughs> and he said, a speaker that can go in my backpack and <laughs> like be in my backpack, like a Bluetooth speaker. And I was like, when did this child go from asking from Legos last year? Literally, I got him Legos for Christmas yeah. two months ago. <laughs> to now, he wants a weighted blanket and a body pillow and a Bluetooth. Speaker. Kid just wants to be Zen in his room. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and so then I'm like, Ryder, are you an adult now? Like, what's going on? What's Remember happening? when you asked for toys? And he's like, I've been an adult for two years. So, <laughs> well, that was also just part of his drama today. He's so. Oh, Ryder and I are having a day. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so, yeah, so tra- money for travel time. Uh, we decided uh, we split it 50-50. Carly just finished her drink real quick tonight. Um, we split it 50-50 just because that's what made sense to us, and that's what we thought was the most fair. I know it doesn't always go that way. Um, yeah, like, for me, it doesn't. Like, this is interesting because we have different – financial situations when it comes to travel so which makes it really hard yeah it does <laughs> real difficult when coordinating all of the things yeah so what happened for our specific situation so this goes into the next question of child support but child support was designated with Ryder when he was two and a half so when I applied for child support they said you're getting significantly less child support for Grayson because you were aware of the child support for Ryder when you got into this relationship. And so I was like, all right, sounds good. So I get significantly less mm-hmm. 
for Grayson than Lindsay does for Ryder. So with that, I felt that... That's not awkward at all. <laughs> we don't really talk about jobs more. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, so anyway, the you guys had already had that. Yep. Like, 50, 50. established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they had to move to California. So then I felt, I guess my arguments were, I don't get as much help for child support. And also, you guys are moving. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't, I shouldn't have to pay for a situation that I wasn't taking part in. I didn't decide for them to move. So that was kind of like my thought process. Yeah. And then, I'm going to be honest, I was pretty petty. <laughs> I <laughs> was, I was very passionate that I didn't want to pay for the Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. In my situation for those reasons, but also raising a child is very expensive. Yeah. And so if I'm, don't feel like I'm getting enough help and that's not any fault on his dad. That's what the court decide. That's what yeah. it's like agency that you plug in numbers and make all these laws and do all these things. So I was like, sorry, I have the hiccups. <laughs> it's um, Cause you chugged that vodka lemonade. <laughs> what? So then I felt that, okay, child I just literally laid it out I was like I did so much research on that and I was like cost x amount of money to raise a child this is the cost of living in our state this is the how much you average on this is our bills right I wrote down like I averaged out our bills for the year of rent keep a roof over our head groceries what grayson's portion of those groceries would be like yeah you did your homework i did all the things and then i calculated it out and i was like and i feel like you should pay for flights and they agreed they were like yep all right sounds good so they pay for grayson's flights and so but in that i offered to pay if they come to pick grayson up and they if they can't do the flight where you fly at 6 a.m., pick up the kid, bring him back, you know, in the same day, and and you need a hotel. Lindsay's <laughs> cracking the fuck up. Um, not again. You, Michael's not here. <laughs> if you can't do that in the same day, then I will pay for your hotel. So that's kind of like how we negotiated. Like, yep. So then you don't have to incur that cost. Like, mm-hmm. I will pay for that hotel stay. And then, um, Obviously, if I if it's cheaper for me to come get him, I will. Like you pay for the ticket, but if it's cheaper, and that's what we're doing this for summer, summer visitation, because it was like two hundred dollars cheaper for me to fly to come pick Grayson up than it was for them to bring him back, and that makes sense. Like I totally understand that, so I was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll take the day off work and go pick him up, whatever. Um, so I think it just really matters about your situation. Anyway, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. It was fun. Thanks. Um, okay, so one thing you can do is can you please go rate us on the Apple app and also leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast. I know we've had a lot of new listeners recently and we just want to say thank you so much for yeah. subscribing. We're thank really you. excited. Um, you can reach us at made to relate podcast on Instagram. And if you go follow, we do ask all of our questions for our episodes on our stories on Instagram. So co-participate there. Okay. See you next time guys. Bye. Bye.